Welcome to the Feel Good News Podcast, a podcast created to highlight all the amazing things happening around the world. This is your host, Mike. And I'm your co-host, Linnea, and we'd like to invite you to hit that subscribe button. Thank you so much for joining us. Now let's get on to the show. Boom. Chakalaka. What? Chakalaka. Oh, boom, chakalaka. <laughs> we're on, baby. Guys, we're back. It's been two weeks. 525,600 we, minutes. We've, we've heard the cries for the podcast. Mike, we have fans. From from our gracious fans asking <laughs> where the F are the new podcasts. And we're back. It's been a crazy, hectic April. Linnea can explain what's been going on. Yeah, so Mike had a parade of of people come through here and it was so much fun that we kind of just shut our shut our things down and hung out with them which was great we had three separate families come in to hang out with us in one week we were in airbnb payment was in love and we had a great time and then we went to texas for a wedding it was beautiful and we came back got a puppy and here we are. <laughs> <laughs> and April's not even done yet. Yeah. We actually have another person coming on on uh, the 30th. So April's been a, a crazy month. It's been a good month, though. Uh, I was blessed to to see a lot of good friends that I haven't seen in probably years, um, some of them. And uh, it was nice. Yeah. It was nice. So I want to start. I think I'll start straight up. You know, what am I grateful for? And I think mine would be my friends mm-hmm. for our old friends, people that, y- you know, there's a difference in friendship in, when it comes to like, like your developmental stages, right? Of life, like your closest friends are probably going to be your either grade school or high school friends because they were with you through the times in your life that are like the most pivotal moments, Mm -hmm. right? Like you're discovering who you are as a person. And, uh, and that's who I had come visit me. And it's just, they're, I mean, they're basically family. Yeah. But at this point, so, uh, it was really nice. That's what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for friends like that and being able to have that, share that bond or that friendship with someone Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in that, you know, at that level. That's awesome. That was really nice. Yeah. But uh, what are you grateful for? I think mine might be a little slightly bit related where I'm grateful for the ability, not the ability, I guess the blessing of meeting people and hearing their stories. I think it's really cool to catch up with people and just kind of hear about everything that's been going on and meeting new people and, and hearing about what makes them them. And it's just really nice. I think that this month I've... We've, I don't feel like we've ever been so social. And so it's been cool to like, all right, let's take a step back from kind of our normal every day and just, just talk and visit and give ourselves the freedom and space to do that. And I feel like it was a really tiring month, but it was also pretty restorative at the same time. If that can even happen, I feel like we got our social cup full. Yeah. Yeah. It was a different, it was a different kind of month that we, we haven't had in a long time. Yeah. Uh, so we're ex- exercising social muscles. Uh, that sometimes I feel like I don't have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that ear- ears might be a little weaker. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's great. 
Now, uh, as always, I'd like to ask you what you're grateful for and uh, just think about it. And it could be anything this month. I know we've missed two weeks, maybe something that happened in the last two weeks uh, that you're grateful for. Just kind of reflect on it and be thankful. All right, now let's get into it. But first, I know some of y'all are probably thinking, Okay, they just brushed over this whole puppy thing. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, we had friends over and uh, we traveled to San Antonio for a wedding and, and we got a puppy and then it was like, yeah. that was it. <laughs> yeah, guys, we, we got a puppy and uh, I just want to say it's a lot of fucking work. Yeah, and it's really not me helping because I'm usually gone throughout the day <laughs> or I love to sleep. So, yeah, so it's all on Mike. <laughs> yeah, so I, I work from home, so... You know, I spend all day, which is why, you know, that was one of the reasons I was like, well, it might be a good time to get a puppy because mm-hmm. I'm at home. I don't have to be anywhere. One of us could at least have eyes on her at all times. Uh, and so we were like, all right, let's do it. Let's pull the trigger. And I haven't had a puppy in a really long time. Yeah. Uh, and the puppies that I have had, they were all outdoor dogs. Right. So uh, this one, we just got a puppy and she's going to be an indoor dog. Mm-hmm. Indoor, outdoor. Obviously, we're going to take her out. You know. <laughs> Never. She's not going to be living in a bubble. But uh, so it's a lot of freaking work. Yeah. Um, And I've basically been losing sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The first couple nights were really intense because he was sleeping downstairs like the gentleman that he is. And I was sleeping upstairs on our plush king size mattress. Mattress. And um, she would just wake up every, I don't know, what, two hours? Less than that. Yeah. Yeah. The first night it was like maybe like every two to three hours yeah. just waking up and crying and mm-hmm. it's making, just sure, new. making sure that someone's there yeah. and uh, wanting to eat. So like basically wake up, eat, pee, poop, and then drink water and then go back to bed. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, yeah, it's been crazy. But um, we do have another dog, which is Zeke. Mm-hmm. And he's a, he's about eight years old now. Yeah. Uh, he's a schnauzer poodle mix or a cockapoo poodle, poodle mix and yeah. we're actually thinking cocker about spaniel poodle mix yeah cocker yeah. spaniel yeah sorry cocker spaniel poodle mix uh and we're actually thinking about getting a genetic test to like confirm what he actually is because we, we adopted him so mm-hmm. the new puppy we actually got from a breeder mm-hmm. which you know some people might you know think that's like i don't know you shouldn't do that maybe yeah. go adopt but we did our part mm-hmm. we adopted one uh mm-hmm. and he was an older dog and so that's Zeke and he's amazing. Mm-hmm. And now we got the new puppy. But uh, anyways, yeah, Zeke's been a freaking champ because oh, he came in for the W and uh, <laughs> he's been, <laughs> no else here. <laughs> he, he's basically been babysitting her every night so that I can sleep mm-hmm. completely. So we leave them basically locked in in a little kennel uh, that's also attached to like a playpen mm-hmm. basically. And so. We don't have a living room right now, <laughs> but uh, it's it's okay. Yeah. Uh, we can live with without a living room for a while until she's old enough. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's been our April. It's been a freaking crazy April. Yeah. It's been really fun, though. It's been a fun one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this whole experience, especially with a puppy, like... <sighs> I said this to a friend... Well, actually, I said this to our, our pho guy. Mm-hmm. So, we have a pho guy because... uh pho. Uh, it's a it's a restaurant that we live really close to and and it's our favorite 
Vietnamese restaurant and we get pho there. We probably go there like once every other week, if yeah. not every week. Some months we were going like, like every twice week. Twice a week sometimes. But uh, <laughs> he just had a baby. <laughs> and it was funny. I was like talking to him and then <laughs> I compared the puppy to the baby, which is like super frowned upon. And uh-huh. I know that. But I told him, I was like, look, it's no comparison. Having a baby is completely tough. Like it's, it's hard. It's different. It's, it's yeah, it's a different, it's, it's hard. It's different. It's a different type of relationship, all that stuff. But I was like, I totally feel you now. What, you know, like as far as like the, the amount of work and effort and mm-hmm. waking up in the sleepless nights that you have. Yeah. And the paying attention. Yeah. Like it, like I, I, I relate to him, mm-hmm. but, but not as much because obviously probably having a puppy is way easier than having a baby uh, probably so, but, a, probably a million so it's like percent. <laughs> i could barely survive the puppy right <laughs> it's like i can't imagine having a freaking baby so i feel everyone out there who's listening who has a newborn or is expecting like y'all are rock stars y'all are rock stars <laughs> seriously props uh and anyone who just got a puppy i know one of our friends just got a uh it's actually puppy season i feel like you know everyone's at home mm-hmm. uh, people are locked in they want to get a new dog uh, one of our friends actually got a puppy too like and i told her we're like let's we need to form a support group <laughs> <laughs> like, we need to have a support group that just like talks about how tired we are basically puppy owners <laughs> anonymous like a little a little bitch group like, <laughs> like we just need a bitch to each other about what's been going on but uh so she just got a puppy so rock star seriously yeah but uh anyway enough about us Let's get into what y'all are really here for, which is the news. So uh, a few things. So today I only have three articles. Um, I figured uh, let's ease back into this podcast. They're good articles. It's three more than last week. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, because we didn't have any last week. Oh, I see. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's got jokes. (laughs) So... uh, yeah, so do you know what Thursday was? April 22nd? Earth Day. Damn, how did you know that? I talked to you about it in the morning. Uh, it's just remember. a thing that I know. I don't know. I don't, I don't. Uh, okay, first of all, I'm freaking horrible with dates and all that stuff. It also, it was a pretty And I feel like there's so many mine. freaking uh, holidays. Yeah. Every. Do you think every month has a holiday? Yes, definitely does. Why? I don't know. Who established these holidays? Holiday people. I don't know. So, yeah. So, so Thursday was Earth Day, April 22nd. Um, I wasn't aware, but I feel like I celebrate Earth Day basically every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with the bird feeders we've been telling you since the beginning of this podcast. Right. Like, that's in our garden life. and all that. In our garden and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Thursday was Earth Day. Mm-hmm. Since you knew, did you do anything? No. <laughs> I sure did, did it. <laughs> did you ponder the earth at all? No, I didn't. I was just like, like cool. <laughs> what did we do Thursday? I don't know. I don't think anything special at all. Mm. I think oh we we got pho that day. Oh, that was the day. That we was got the pho? pho day and that was it. Yeah. Holidays are as you get older, I feel like holidays just become less special. Which is probably sad it is really <laughs> but this feel is good news, good news. <laughs> this is feel good news and you gotta feel good about holidays um so yeah so thursday was earth day amazing day uh apparently it was established in the 70s okay um 
I looked into it a little bit. I tried to find a good article, but it was just too lengthy. But apparently, uh, it was it was conceived by I think a governor or a senator or something, or maybe even a mayor. But he wanted to incorporate, you know, the idea of taking care of Mother Earth mm-hmm. uh, during the time of the war that was going on in the oh, 70s. That's nice. So yeah. it was like let's 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 talk about the war and like protest the war but let's also incorporate like we need to take care of the planet. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of like where you know that initially started. Um and actually here let me because I want to give you facts. So let, let Wikipedia has like a quick a quick so Earth Day is an annual event on April 22nd to demonstrate support for environmental protection. First held on April 22nd, 1970, it now includes a wide range of events coordinated globally by EarthDay.org. Um, now, I can give you the name here. I keep forgetting that I unplugged my mouse. Um, so, peace activist John McConnell proposed a day to honor the Earth and the concept of peace to first be observed on March 21st, 1970, the first day of spring in the Northern Hemisphere. So that was the guy. Um, but basically, he was like, you know what? We need to start talking about this. That's kind of like when I feel like the climate movement started happening too mm-hmm. around that time. Yeah. And since then, it's kind of compounded over the years. And it's become like this global thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, now everyone recognizes it, which is great. Because now we have more, um, more awareness around Mother Earth. Uh, and I think a lot of it was... It was sparked by the, the, um, you know, the the labor industry mm. and like petroleum industry. You know, as like yeah. we were seeing a lot of these industries building up and kind of polluting, uh, and then like oil spills that were happening. Mm-hmm. It was just like it was time yeah. to like we need to start taking care of our planet. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how it spawned. But yeah, Earth Day, April twenty second. If you didn't know, now you know. So because of that. I found I found three really cool articles that kind of have to do with Earth. Cool. I figured let's keep it earthy. Yeah. Um, the first article. So two of them are about animals and one of them is about outer space. Cool. So we'll start with the first one here. Um, what would you call a polar bear and a grizzly bear? Like together? Together. If they combined. Uh, a grizzler. <laughs> Mike just took a drink. <laughs> Is that your final offer? <laughs> yeah. A what? A grizzler bear. That's the most creative thing you could come up <laughs> Really? Um, what else? What else? What? Think of another one. Well, all I'm doing is just combining their names. Exactly. That's what you would want? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Let's see if you uh, can get this. A Prizzly. Oh. You were close. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, so check this out. There's a new bear in town. <laughs> Sheriffs? <laughs> <laughs> and it's called a Pizzly bear. Pizzly bear. That's dumb. I wish... I'm sorry. I wish they would have gone with the Prizzly. I know, right? way That'd, cooler. Well, Proler... Would you call it Proler Huh? I called it a grizzler bear. A gri- 
<laughs> okay, we could go with either. Or. I feel like it's close enough. But All right, uh, Pizzly. Okay, I, I like that. I like so a, a Pizzly bear mm-hmm. are hybrids. Uh, the good news that's coming out of this is basically, what do we know? What do we, what do you know about polar bears? They're white. <laughs> <laughs> I got facts, guys. They um, are white. <laughs> they live, but in actually a... not. Oh. Their skin's actually black. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the that. it's the hair follicles that make them seem white, and that's mm. a, just an interesting fact that I know mm-hmm. that's not included in this article. So, guys, I'm a freaking. Okay. Yeah, polar bear expert. <laughs> um, no. They live in the cold. Okay, what's a detrimental fact about polar bears that you know? I don't. They're I don't know. okay. I'll they're help you mean. Out. I know. For so sure. they're going extinct. Oh, yeah. Sad news, really, but we're here to share the good news. Mm-hmm. The good news is there's a new bear in town. It's called a pizzly. It's and a he's polar here. bear. <laughs> grizzly bear uh and it's a hybrid and it's apparently according to some scientists thinks that it's gonna basically be the next generation Mm -hmm. for polar bears because polar bears they're they're basically going extinct and scientists believe it's driven by climate change Mm -hmm. uh you know there's a the melting of the ice caps it's making for harder you know, there's a scarcity of food, right? Because there's no ice for them to travel upon. They get secluded in these mm-hmm. areas and they end up swimming for miles to find other icebergs to get on and search and hunt uh, seals and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So mm-hmm. so they found out that there's a hybrid. It's called a pizzly and it's a polar bear, grizzly bear that made it. And the benefits that they found was that... Um, it could actually extend the life of that species. Like it's basically like evolution in real life, That's right? Cool. Because when you, the difference between polar bears and grizzly bears, uh, polar bears have smaller molars and they're considered apex predators. And so they're apex predators because they feed on one certain type of, um, uh, what is it? What's a prey? Mm-hmm. which is seals and other blubbery type animals. Uh, grizzly bears differ because their their teeth are more like dynamic. Mm-hmm. Like they can, they can chew on different types of foods mm-hmm. and, and consume different types of forms of food. So like they're more foraging, right? They can eat freaking grass, bark, mm-hmm. weird plants and like other small critters. And they, they're, they're, they're not considered apex predators because they, they're digestive. They're diverse. Yeah, they're yeah. they're more di- diverse, mm-hmm. and so, basically, this this breeding scientists think like it's gonna allow the polar to, the polar bears genes to kind of continue on, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is really cool. Yeah. Uh, so that's the good news. So, uh, here's some facts. So grizzly bears and polar bears only diverged five hundred thousand to six hundred thousand years ago. So the two species can mate and produce viable offspring. Uh, wild sightings of hybrid pizzly bears began in 2006 when a hunter shot what he thought was a polar bear in the northeast, Northwest Territories of the Canadian Arctic. Uh, when he took a closer look, he found an altogether more unusual animal, a bear with a cream white fur of a polar bear, but the long claws, humpbacked, shallow face, and brown patches of a grizzly. 
DNA tests confirmed that the animal was a hybrid, the first documented wild offspring of a polar bear and a grizzly bear. So that's cool. 2006. Yeah. Uh, since then, sightings of hybrids have been increasing uh, with studies showing that uh, there was a single female polar bear who mated with two grizzly bears. <laughs> so like they followed her along. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the rise of the pizzlies coincide with polar bears decline. Their numbers are projected to decrease by more than 30% in the next 30 years, according to a 2016 study, which is kind of sad. Yeah. Um, now, according to DeSantis, which is one of the scientists that studies these animals, um, he says generalist animals such as coyotes and coors are the best survivors of rapid change to the to their environment, not highly specialized apex predators like polar bears and saber-toothed cats. So again, uh, the the idea here is like these apex predators, like saber-toothed tig- tigers, are extinct mm-hmm. because I think their main food source was like woolly mammoths. Mm. Um, and when they went down, mm-hmm. they weren't. They couldn't adapt. Yeah, they couldn't adapt. They weren't generalized enough. They were too specialized. And so for polar bears, um, their specialty is, you know, blubbery animals, Mm -hmm. seals and stuff. And Mm -hmm. so because they can't get them, they have to adapt. Mm -hmm. And that adaptation is is beginning through this hybridization, basically. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I thought it was a cool article, like, just seeing, like, basically mother nature taking its course you know finding a way mm-hmm. um and so yeah we have a new species of bear it'd be interesting to see their jaws side by side like what their teeth look like differences yeah it'd be interesting yeah it would it would be interesting to see like what all their differences are mm-hmm. what their their behaviors so they're yeah. saying like these pizzlies are are gonna be good because they can basically move uh more south Mm -hmm. into like less colder areas and like forage and hunt there Mm -hmm. but then when they need to they'll move up north and still be able to like handle the cold extreme colds and hunt seals still like they have that instinctual predatory and you know like Mm -hmm. those habits or behaviors Mm -hmm. so it's really cool it's like now it's like the species is is adapting to both environments right that's like the ultimate natural selection yeah so it's really cool so yeah earth day baby there she is earth day all day but only only 20 seconds <laughs> that what only only 20 seconds not all day <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay only only 20 seconds <laughs> every every day's earth day for me that's why right. i didn't know right you're Cause, so special because i respect it yeah i respect earth every day <laughs> all right next story <clears throat> Can you name a bird that flies for three to five years without ever touching land? Um, an eagle? <laughs> That's very wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay so there's a seabird with his little sea legs Uh 
I don't know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> Scallywag. It makes me want to talk like a pirate, but I just say random pirate words. Um, arr. Arr. Okay, so there's a seabird called an albatross. Mm-hmm. Actually, one of my favorite oh, yes. birds. Mm-hmm. I've talked about it before probably to you in private. Mm-hmm. <laughs> private? <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk in private, please. <laughs> Have you heard of an albatross? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... The albatross spends their first three to five years fledging at sea, never touching land. Imagine that. That's crazy. There's a bird that flies for three to five years. I'm tired already. Without touching land. Where do they go? They just fly across the sea and they eat, you know, wherever they see there's like a food, like an eating frenzy of fish, you know, like a school of fish being maybe swallowed up by some well or whales or, uh, now i'm not a marine biologist so i don't know exactly but maybe like dolphins or you know there's just like whenever they see these brutal attacks they, that's where they eat mm-hmm. but they never touch land they're just wow. constantly flying Ugh, little leggies. now the amazingness of this story comes from this one albatross and it's actually known as the world's oldest wild bird <laughs> so a lay a lazen I'm not sure how you pronounce it. It's L-A-Y-S-A-N, albatross. So, Lysan, Lysan? Lysan albatross, named Wisdom. Mm-hmm. She's 70 years old. Oh. Dang. And she just hatched another chick. What? Yeah. That's cool. So, at 70 years old, this bird was able to conceive another chick. Now, albatrosses... They only hatch one egg per like cycle. Mm-hmm. Like they don't do more than, you know, like normal yeah. birds have like three or four mm-hmm. eggs and they only hatch one. Uh, and the other amazing fact is they mate for life. That's nice. That is really nice, huh? Yeah. Uh, and so this bird for 70 years has been with their same mate. <laughs> <laughs> So, and then just had, I'm sorry, I coughed again, and then just had a baby. Can you imagine? Yeah, yeah, That's crazy. Yeah. Um, well, actually, here, let me, these are, let me give you some facts, because she's been alive 70 years, so obviously she wasn't with this guy since she was born, but basically she's- with this guy. <laughs> this guy bird. He's a really nice bird. Um, Very- he has a really nice, a good job. Yep. He can support a family. Right. He's a family man. He's a family man. Very religious. Mm-hmm. Um, he flies straight. Yep. I was just going to say he's <laughs> straight edge. <laughs> <laughs> His name's uh, Akikami. Akikame. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have been hatching and raising chicks together since at least 2012, which is, how many years is that? I can't do simple math. Nine. Apparently. Nine. So nine, nine years. Hmm. Okay. Late starters. Yeah, I I exaggerated a little bit. But uh so 9 years. But uh biologists estimate that wisdom has hatched at least 30 to 36 chicks in her lifetime. Um so maybe wisdom hasn't been you know, one of the <laughs> most loyal. <laughs> Let's just say wisdom. Has different birds in different area codes, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
she'll let you know she's just with one man. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it says at least seventy years old. We believe wisdom has had other mates. Uh, though albatrosses mate for life, they may find new partners if necessary if they outlive their first mate. Ooh. Oh, so maybe she had a a sugar daddy. Yeah, and uh, he just couldn't make it no. at sea. No, but anyways. She had 30 to 36 chicks in her lifetime, which is crazy. Yeah. And she's 70 years old. This chick is a beast of a bird. This chick. <laughs> 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 I'm punny without I even know. knowing it. I'm like, huh? <laughs> um, okay, here's a cool fact. Kay. By the time she was 60, mm-hmm. she'd logged at least two to three million miles since she was first banded in 1956. Jeez. That's four to six trips from the earth to the moon and back again with plenty of miles to spare. And she spends most of that just flying. That's crazy. That's nuts. That's how many miles she's flown. She could, she's flown to the moon. Yeah. The sea moon. The birds bend the moon. Sea moon. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, let's uh, raise our glasses to wisdom. To wisdom. She's an amazing bird. She's done a lot for this world. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually... Okay, so here's another cool fact. Um, so every year, millions of albatrosses return to Midway Atoll National Wildlife Resu- Refuge, which is actually located in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's to their same nesting site. So they go to the same exact site and meet the same mate that they've had over however many years they've been with that person. Or person. Bird person. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and they get it on. Let's get it, get it on. on. Like Donkey Kong. But uh yeah, so apparently that, that island in Hawaii is actually home to a ton of birds. Awesome. Uh and albatrosses. There's two species of albatrosses. One's a little bit more endangered than the other. Uh but they both go there and like that's their spot, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, I thought that was a really cool That's so special. Yeah, a really cool Earth Day story. Uh Wisdom is an amazing bird. She's mm-hmm. done a lot for the world and for the bird world. And so okay, here's the let's talk about more like the benefits for humanity. Like what it's showing us, you know, first of all, that monogamy is possible. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, it's showing us that um that birds their you know their ability to hatch new new babies and stuff is like that's a really long time like she's like one of like science's like greatest bird studies right like there's a lot of birders out there that they are call into themselves birders yeah i'm pretty sure that's mm. what they're called yeah bir- bird watching people mm-hmm. that are into this um and they like praise her uh, but yeah, scientists have gathered a ton of research off of her. She's really cool. Yeah. Uh, for seventy years, and she's still having chicks. So who knows? Maybe they'll see her again. Maybe she'll live to like ninety. There's a standoff happening in our living room. Hold on. It's very weird body language happening What's within happening? the dogs. Are they just looking? <laughs> They're just staring at each other. <laughs> okay, creeps. Zeke's uh, Zeke's being weird. They want to play, but they don't want to play. Maybe she wants to play. Zeke doesn't want to play. Oh, okay. 
We didn't tell you the name of our puppy. Uh, her name is Valkyrie. Looks and she's creeping. slowly creeping up on Zeke right now. What she's about happening? to pounce. Why is <laughs> Zeke's actually scared? <laughs> <laughs> you might hear a bark. Oh, oh <laughs> nice. Oh, she's pouncing. She's pouncing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. I wish I could see this video. Maybe we'll have video at some point. Okay. All right. So back to the last article here. There's going to be a spectacular thing hap- a spectacular thing happening in the sky. Wow. On Monday, tomorrow. Really? When this is being released. So tonight, if you're listening to this the day it's out, <laughs> Monday okay. tonight, yeah. There's going to be something happening in the sky. It is the super pink moon. <gasps> have you ever heard of that? I have. I don't know what the significance is of it, but I've definitely heard of it. Well, I got you covered on the significance. Good. So, Monday evening, as April 26th, is set to be the night of the super pink moon. Uh, at that point, the moon will be will appear a deep tangerine, then steady gold, then pure white as it climbs ever higher in the sky. This is because of a rally scattering, the same phenomenon that causes sunsets to take on reddish tints. So, it's not actually pink, guys. Yeah, I so didn't hear if pink. you've heard... Uh, you know, people or the media or whatever are saying it's a pink moon. It's not actually pink. What's happening is the sun and the moon are going to be basically coming up and going down at the same time. Mm-hmm. The sky's going to have that sunsetty look to mm-hmm. it, and the moon's going to be coming up, giving it the oh, pinkness cool. around yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, now, so. According to the Farmer's Almanac, which we've had a discussion about in the past, mm-hmm. which is really cool. It's really interesting. Um, it actually gets its name from North American. So the moon actually gets its name from the North American wildflower, Phlox subtulata, also known as creeping phlox or moss phlox, which blossoms in spring. So that's where the pinkness comes from. I like that. Um, so it gets its name from the flowers that are blooming. Uh, and it also, it's, it's, it's coming up around the sunset time, which gives it that pinkish hue. Uh, now, supermoons, it's going to be a supermoon. So, supermoons are typically about 7% bigger and around 15% brighter than a regular full moon. I love supermoons. Uh, and this month is special, being one of only two such su- supermoons for 2021. The next supermoon is going to be in May. So, stay tuned for that because we oh, will cover quick. it. Um, here's a question. Do you think when you hear the word supermoon, do you think the moon's closer to us or not? Mm, It looks like it. I had an experience once where I was driving over a hill in the countryside and, um, I came over the hill and it was like, I mean, it was in the summer, so I think it was like 637, something like that, and the sun wasn't down yet, but the moon was up already, Mm -hmm. and the moon was crazy huge. Like, it was just coming up over the horizon, and it looked massive. Now, since you're asking this question, I think the answer will probably be no, that it's not actually closer, but it definitely looks like it. That is correct. Yeah, so it's an illusion. Uh, According to NASA, the answer is no. 
it's not actually closer. Uh, it's just the illusion that happens when it comes over the horizon, which if you are planning on looking at this on Monday night, tonight, if you're listening to this on Monday, um, just make sure you watch it as it's coming up over the horizon and you'll see that it looks massive. Um, maybe try to find the highest spot in the city to, to view it. Uh, and then if you are taking it for, you know, camp or pictures of it, um, in order to make it look really big, make sure you have like cityscape or mountains in the foreground of the photo mm-hmm. and it'll make it look like really huge. That's oh, what neat. we see like on Instagram. You see yeah. those pictures like, holy cow, that, right. moon, that moon is huge. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's just like really good camera angles and stuff. Yeah. Dips. But uh, yeah, that's those are basically the Earth Day articles happening. Can't um, wait. That's all of them. We'll You'll find all the pictures that. to everything on my Instagram at Dr. Mike Gonzalez. Uh, is there anything you'd like to add? Uh, no, I'm pretty excited to look at this moon. I'm really interested in seeing these pizzlies. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. You have. I'll show you the picture here in a second. But uh, guys, thanks for bearing with us. Um, I know it's been two weeks. We're back. We're gonna be doing this weekly again. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe there might be a hiccup when our my friend comes to visit on thirtieth. Yeah. But hopefully not. Hopefully we can knock out a recording. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we wanna. We want to keep continue this show. I, I have a ton of fun doing it. I like reading all these cool articles. I learned t- a ton of stuff, new stuff. Um, so yeah, this was fun. I missed you guys. Yeah, we missed you guys. Uh, if you have any articles that you want me to cover, send them to the email in the link, or send them to my my Instagram, and we'll cover them, and we'll give you a shout out. Um. And it'll just be fun. Obviously, we're not a huge channel or a huge podcast, but it's still cool to get a little shout out yeah. from someone. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. And we will. S- oh, Oops. gosh. She's barking. <laughs> All right, we got to go. We'll see you at the next one. <laughs> Bye, Bye, guys. guys. Hey, guys. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you haven't done so already, hit that subscribe button. Also, if you have an article you'd like to submit, you can find our contact information in the description. Can't wait to chat again next week. Bye, guys.